Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Um, I'm trying to work out what we should do on the podcast tonight. Do you think we should talk about that young thug thing? Oh, I was thinking, should we talk about that rapper who said that he's the straightest guy in the world and he's definitely not gay? That's literally what I just said. That's, that's, that's young thug. Oh, is it young thug? Yeah. Oh. Are you repeating me? <laughs> like when a man repeats you? Well, no, I was just distracted. I'm just trying to... I'm... Well, I just said, oh, should we do this? And then you literally went, yeah, should we do that? <laughs> like it was your idea. Right, well... You're like, you're bro-appropriating me. Well, I just wasn't sure it was the same person. Right, okay, fine. Well, anyway, I think we should maybe talk about that I think tonight. actually the thing that we were going to do Oh, is... my God, now you're man-interrupting me. <laughs> you're actually man-interrupting me now. What are you doing? I, I'm talking. Why are you man-interrupting me? If you, weren't, if you weren't always hijacking the conversation, if you weren't always... In fact, if you weren't always homo-jacking everything... Homo-jacking? That sounds like one of my website subscriptions. Ladies and gentlemen, gays, non-gays, and everyone in between, welcome to a gay and a non-gay live from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2019. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Look at your sexy faces, especially this man in the front row. Hi, what's your name? Yorgos. Yorgos? Oh, like Argos. What can I order? <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're live at the Edinburgh Fringe, and it's a Friday night. Yeah, it's a Friday night when we're recording, which is awesome. Who's drunk? <laughs> there will be people listening to this on the tube, like, hating themselves right now. Yeah. So we need to show them how much of a good time we're going to have tonight, Edinburgh. Yeah, we wanted to get drunk, but, like, the queue for the bar outside is absolutely insane. Yeah, so we, we went to the coffee place instead. And then, we, and, then, and then we awkwardly asked our guest to go to the bar for us. So currently, Susie Ruffle is enjoying that cue. <laughs> anyway, tonight on the show, Susie Ruffle! I'm so excited to chat to Susie. Um, so we've been in Edinburgh all week doing live podcast recordings, and last night Dan and I went to the toilet together. Um, I know. And halfway through peeing, and I don't like it when, I don't know if any other gays are the same, but I don't like it when men talk to me in the bathroom. Like, if, I'm, if I've got my, you know, if it's out... Unless I'm having sex with you, please don't talk to me. And if I am having sex with you, maybe don't talk to me then either. <laughs> but anyway, Dan and I are uh, <laughs> at the, the urinal. He's kind of a different one, so we weren't, I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you suggested that we play some kind of weird game. I just suggested that we play the game because we both got into the toilet at the same time and we started at the same time. So I said, oh, do you want to just play that game where we see 
Um, <laughs> see who can do it for the longest. What is that? <laughs> Have you ever played that game? Please explain the rules of this game. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. The winner of the game is the person who's still pissing. Do you play that with your mates? Yeah, not like all the time, but at, 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 those point, at, the, at the point in time in which you both arrive at the same time, it's like, well, you may as well. I don't know really why. You were like, oh, last night when I asked you, you were like, oh, it passes the time, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it, pass, it just passes. What else are you going to do whilst you're... Just pee and get out. It's such an odd game to play. And also, like, who is the adjudicator of that game? Well, it's, it's, oh, I mean, it's pretty obvious who wins, isn't it? Not necessarily. You, you, Unless you're, you're watching. Are you looking at each other's no, dicks? I can hear, can't I? Are you looking at each other's dicks? No. Is it just an excuse to look at each other's dicks? No. But like in a masculine way. Like, wait, let's see who can pee the longest. Also, how can you even do that? You're just trying to like push it as long as you can. There's not really any skill in that, is there? Uh, you can sort of do it lightly, so which like elongates it. <laughs> can that, you? That's the technique. Yeah. I've never yeah, tried yeah. to do that. Yeah. Wow, it's really interesting. I mean, gays do have piss play in their lives as well, but I've I've never heard of yeah, this straight people doing it with each with their mates. This isn't that, at isn't all. it? No, isn't it? My friend Ed, uh, formerly known as Married Ed, now known as Divorced Ed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he cannot go to the toilet around. He can't. He can't go for a piss around anyone else. That's a real thing, though. I mean, there'll be people here that are pee shy. Well, he's the only person that I'm aware of. I used that... to be pee shy. Really? Yeah, really shy. Why? I don't know. I guess I was worried about how big my dick was versus other people's and whether people would look at it or not. Why are you laughing at me? That is so mean. Is that relatable? Did you have the same thing? No. Um, I don't know. I was worried about it, but I think that I had enough sex to realize I was all good, so I just sort of got it out then and didn't worry anymore. Right, but it does okay. take a while. You have to hype yourself up. And also, in gay venues, people will look at your dick a lot So when you're peeing, and I don't really like that. Yeah. I don't mind them looking at my dick, but not when I'm peeing. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I don't really want to play your game. I think it's super weird. Talking of toilet talk, um, it okay. does my head in when you're, you go to the toilet and you say, can you just hold my drink? Right. I then have to hold two drinks for like 15 minutes. Why does that do you? Go to the toilet? I've not gone 15 minutes, am I? <laughs> well, what, it, why is that such a problem? Well, because I've then got to hold two drinks. Okay. And you could just take it with you and just hold it. I don't it. want to hold it in the toilet in case like, it gets sprayed into. <laughs> like, there could be some overspill, couldn't there? Do you take drinks in the toilet with you? Yeah. That's revolting. I just keep it in the one hand and then what? we with the other one. And how do you put it back in? Put what back in? The, your penis. Well, you can do it with one hand. Not really. You might accidentally yeah. zip yourself. Or And what happens if you like like someone else's pee sprays into it or... Like, it's, that's disgusting. Someone else's piece. And when you're washing your hands, where do you put it? You don't wash your hands, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I feel so sick. You're such a bloke. It depends if, if I've come into contact with piss or not. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> this is how a pathogen will spread across the world, because straight men don't wash their hands. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there are straight men here that wash their hands after they pee. <laughs> I don't think that apparently not. I don't think there are. Okay, um, you're quite. Dan's going through this weird moment at the minute where he's trying to become. I don't know what he's doing, but he's trying to become more masculine. Am I? Well, sort of. I don't. Is it because we've been hanging out too much? So you were like, I got to get more masculine. I don't think so. Well, you've just started doing this weird. Sorry, I shouldn't really say the word weird. Mm. You've just started doing this class called Cray Maga. It's uh, Krav Maga. Yeah. What's that? It's like self-defense stuff. Right. Why are you doing self-defense? Honestly, because I feel like 
it's it's quite dark. I feel like because of like rising tensions in the country and the possibility of like a no deal Brexit and stuff. I feel like <laughs> if, if shit kicks off and we've already seen rises in hate but crimes. But you're and stuff. a straight white man. No, but I've been. No one's coming for you. No, but <laughs> you're fine. Why are you taking self defense classes? Because I, I want to be able to like help. That's just... you know if you're on the. I'm not sure anyone believes this bullshit. No, they do. And tell me, talk me through the class. How does it work? I've only done two. It was it was really sexual, actually. Right. Like I really didn't. It was really uncomfortable. Okay. To the extent where I was wondering, like, if I if I is this the right class? Right. They were teaching me this uh, thing to do with basically if someone gets you on the floor, how to get them off. Get them off. <laughs> I think you were in the wrong class. <laughs> How to throw them off. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's still means the same thing. How to pull them off. Yeah. Um, yeah, how to sort of throw yeah, them. We get what you mean. Um, like, and it involved like lying on the, on the floor with people on top of me. Right. So I was like, luck, I mean, luckily for me, I was like paired with a, a bloke. And I say luckily because like I'm not going to get aroused by some random man lying on top of me. Right. Whereas I might do if it was a girl. Really? Well, I mean, you 100% would if it was the other way around. Um, that's so strange. I can't quite get my head around it. So you'd rather be paired with a guy and be in very close, almost sexual contact with a guy Yeah. in that situation than a girl. Yeah. I would rather be with a guy than a girl in that situation. Why? For the same reason? No, because they're really hot. <laughs> and they'll be exactly. on top of me. But I wouldn't be aroused. I can keep it together. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'd actually feel uncomfortable throwing a girl off of me. There's that as well. That's, that's weird. That wasn't the first thing you thought, though. No. The first thing you thought was like, oh. In fact, earlier you said, what did you say? When we were chatting about this? What, You're like, I don't want some bird's tits in my face. <laughs> is literally what you said. That's what you said. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't not want that. But I, because I do want that, I don't want that. Right. If that makes sense. So you were throwing the, you were, what was it? You were jacking these guys up. <laughs> so do you feel more manly now? Are you. I feel slightly more confident that I could get someone off if they're on top of me. <laughs> 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 You'll have to show me your skills, Dan. I look forward to you getting me off. Um, right, so when we do our podcast live, we love to do a feature called Things That Dan Can't Say. Because I don't know if you've noticed, guys, but lately, straight white men just don't have enough freedom to, to say what they want, right? And it's hard out there. Like, there's always some LGBT person ready to just pop up and tell them off. So, um, so we, get, we give Dan a bit of freedom to say whatever he wants in a feature called Things Dan Can't Say, and we're all going to get into this. But I just want everyone to know we're not allowed to be offended. Okay? So we'll hit it. I'll start off, and then you guys join in. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Okay, take it away, Dan. No one can be offended, okay? That's the rule. Things that Dan cannot say, number seven. Um, you know those big... This actually comes from being at your house right. or your Edinburgh house. You know those large sort of cushions that, uh, that you, you put your feet on, basically? They're, they're named after um, a French word. Right. <laughs> I think everyone knows what the word is. Okay. Um, so they're, like, they're a bit like chairs. You, you sort of move them around a bit and you can right. put your feet on them. Or, I mean, in some cases, you can sit on them. Okay. Um, they're very versatile. You can use them as a seat. Right. Um, 
obviously I'm a very uh, I'm, I, you're a woke person. Yeah, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is it okay to call that what it is? Because is it using, just say it? Is it okay? It. Is it okay to call that Christian? Just uh, say it. It's fine. Yes, it's your time, Dan. No one's going to be offended. Just say it. What if you let me say it? Then I will. Um, Is it okay to call that cushion a a prof? Because that's a a homophobic term. And is that quite triggering to hear? So you're asking me, is it okay to call a prof a prof? Well, that's difficult, isn't it? Is anyone else offended by that? If someone's like, oh, can can I put my feet on your prof? Is that offensive? It kind of is offensive, though, isn't it? Why is it called a puff? Why can't it just be called a cushion? Well, I think it was probably called that first. What, and, and then, then the people... slur came. But why are they slurring people with that word? It's a cushion. I don't know. It's a lovely, lovely but thing. You, you've previously said to me that you um, you hate the term... Uh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> You're not allowed to, but you are in your own safe little space right the, now. That popular meat dish. <laughs> Faggot. Yeah. So I don't use that word, and I know gay people that do, that appropriate it, but I personally feel like that word's offensive, so I never say that word. That's the first time I've said that word in a long time. Since Christmas, in fact, when I was singing along to Fairytale of New York, or goodly. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I also don't like it when people call cigarettes fags. I I find that, that offensive. Does anyone that. find that offensive? Why? Really? I can't separate the two words. I know they're different, but I, I can't separate them. I mean, maybe I'm a snowflake. <sighs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think you can call a puff a puff. I can? Yeah. Oh my God, tolerance. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you as well. Do you think Dan can call a puff a puff? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's things Dan can't say. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. I'm on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Woo! Okay, so I don't know if you've seen this, but Young Thug, who is a rapper from America, he said that he is the straightest person in the world. (laughs) He came out saying he's the straightest person in the world. This is kind of off the back of um, Lil Nas, who came out uh, the other week, and he said previously that Lil Nas should have stayed in the closet, um, and now Young Thug has been having a go at people that suggest he's gay, saying that he's the straightest person in the world. What is the straightest or most non-gay person in the world like, Dan? Uh, I don't know. I think if you've got to go around saying that, uh, well, why do you need to go around saying that? It, it's, it's just a bit homophobic, isn't it? I don't know if it's homophobic. It's just really dumb. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean you're the straightest person <laughs> in the world? I think we should play the clip because the clip kind of backs up his theory that he's the straightest person in yeah. the world. So let's listen to that. People say gay, but it's like, nigga. If, at one point, I probably had more hope. I probably, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was, it's serious. I'm definitely sure you, you <laughs> yeah, had more than serious. me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if people think that I'm gay, I can't, they already misjudged. Mm-hmm. I'm the straightest man in the world. Man, I ain't finna, I hate guys. Like, what? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not even having no threesome with no nigga like you. Right. <laughs> gay. That's gay. I hate guys. I'm not even having a Don't threesome. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not even having a threesome. I'm the straightest man in the world. <laughs> What does he mean by not having a threesome so I'm not gay? Like, having a threesome doesn't make you gay, does it? No, but I think he's saying he's so straight that he, couldn't, he wouldn't have a threesome with, another, with a girl and another guy, I think is, is what he's getting at. Right. 
because that would be, that would take away from his title of being the straightest man in the world. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's a title to defend, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it is a bit homophobic to say that. Um, also, it's really gross the way he's like, "I've had more hoes than anyone else." Yeah, I, I think he was about to say it, but he's um, it, but he stops himself from saying it. Right. But yeah, I mean, also, how do you know how many? I don't. I mean, hoes just, yeah, you've had <laughs> compared to anybody else. I don't know. Unless you're Gene Simmons from Kiss, who has written down every person that he slept with. Has he actually? In a spreadsheet, yeah. No. I joke about that in my solo show, that I've made a spreadsheet. Does he actually do that? IRL. Whoa. So how many is it then? Full penetration? I don't bloody know, do I? Presumably. It's important to know the parameters, isn't it? I... My I, friend actually did that as well. He start, He had so many girls on, on, on the go that he had to make a spreadsheet and put, like, what he'd done with each of them. And, and not, like, sex-wise, but, like, where he'd been with them. So he could remember stuff. When yeah, and, them. like, it, it was quite a complicated Excel formula thing. That's awful. And, it, like, where they'd been, what they talked about. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, which, which mate is this? <laughs> I, can't, I can't. No, which mate is I it? I can't. I, I just lost count. Like I couldn't. I couldn't. Have, I couldn't do that. I have no idea. But then also, I think for gay people, when you sleep with someone, that's not just penetration. That's kind of anything, isn't it? For me, it is. So I, I would count like any kind of sexual interaction as a number. We were chatting to someone backstage last night, and I can't think who it was. And they were saying that stri- what straight people think is foreplay, gay people think is sex. Or was it the other way around? Straight people. Actually, we were going to talk about foreplay. What do you think foreplay is then? What do I think it is? Yeah. It's like pre-sex, isn't it? Yeah, but what does that mean? So it's like kissing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be a little bit more specific? Not, not really, no. Kissing and shit. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I want to do. Kissing and shit. <laughs> hey, that, mate, that's, what that's are you what into? It is, isn't it? Kissing and shit. <laughs> you? <laughs> cool, same. A com? Yeah. A what? A com. What's a com? It's a thing on Grindr where you're like, a com? And it means, can what, you like accommodate? Coms? A com? What? Comms? Like communications? Yeah. No, no, it means accommodate. Like, can I come over to yours or do you want to come over to mine? It's a com. So if you say com, what com question mark means? A com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Accom. As in, uh, as in accommodation. accommodation. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Can you accommodate me? Right, okay. Yeah. But that wasn't obvious from just saying com, is it? A com. <laughs> anyway, so what is foreplay for straight people? I've just told you what no, it is. No, kissing and shit. Like, does it involve kissing? Kissing what? <laughs> kissing what? Well, anything, I guess. Okay, so... W- but conventionally, like, the mouth and... I have whatever. such a... Like, I cannot talk to Dan about sex. He just gets so awkward. <laughs> how, how am I being awkward? I'm answering the question. Right, is there a straight man here? Do I have another straight man in the room? You're straight. Hi, what's your name? Howard. Howard, what is foreplay to you? <laughs> Howard, are you with... Who are you with? The, the archers, you know. Just... <laughs> the what? archers? 
What does that mean? You go to bed, you play the archers, and if you're both awake after the archers are finished, you definitely, possibly, maybe, hopefully, ask politely. But that's 30 years of happy marriage. <laughs> That's not foreplay, that's radio foreplay. That's radio foreplay? Yeah. Oh, wait! Oh! <laughs> oh, my God, that was hilarious. And the pun of the day goes to the guy in the red. <laughs> um, radio foreplay. <laughs> I feel like we should just move on. But for gay people, I don't know if foreplay really exists. I'm not sure. Oh, really? What? No, we're just straight in there, aren't we? Not necessarily, I don't mean the hole, but I mean, like... <laughs> it's like trousers off, dick in mouth, done. Is it? I what, think really? so. What, you don't, no, am I wrong? You don't kiss each other? Yeah, of course we kiss each other, but like that doesn't count as sex, does it? No, but that's foreplay, as I've Not told you. Really? Like you foreplay it that means you're foreplaying in public when you kiss your girlfriend goodbye. So gay people, foreplay, discuss. Are you gay? No. <laughs> no. Are you gay? You're gay? Are you gay? What's what are you oh sorry. What do you do for foreplay? Kissing and shit. <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, I can't with you guys. No one wants to talk about sex, just me. Fine. Okay, so we sent Susie Ruffle out about 45 minutes ago to get us a drink. Which is awful. Um, and I hope she's come back. Oh my God, she's come back with drinks. Yay! Yay! Give it up for Susie Ruffle! Hello. Oh my Hi. God, you're beautiful. Thank you for getting us a drink. That's that no problem. so kind of you, Susie. What's the cue no, saying? Sorry? What was the cue? What was, <laughs> what was really the cue? to understand. I know, it's so hard, isn't it? What, what was the cue like? What was the cue saying? Yeah. I mean, I got behind someone, sure. Waited, sure. Was polite, smiled at the barmaid. She ignored me. And then someone else came. Cool. Got three drinks. I mean, it, it's not an anecdote. Uh, it's it an odd question. I mean, I don't know why he asked yeah, you that. No, What's fine. the cue saying? Um, we need to give Susie a huge congratulations because she just got engaged to her now fiance. Yes, Alice. I did. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh my god, is that the ring? That's the ring. Yeah. Oh my god, you're like Meghan Markle. I am just like Meghan Markle. You're not the first person that said that this fringe. Really? No. Of course. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. How did it happen? Tell us everything. Well, do you want um, me to take a drink? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Alice, uh, Alice asked me to marry her, but the, uh, the funny thing was is that she asked my mum first, which is very sweet. It sounds very sweet until you realise that my dad is alive and well. And she was just like, <laughs> couldn't give a fuck what he thinks. So she asked mum, mum said, yeah, go for it. And then, uh, and then, well, the funny thing was is that she was planning on doing it when we were going away for a weekend, but the night before we went out and got drunk and she was behaving in such a strange way that I thought she's either going to propose to me or she slept with someone else. And good news, she was going to propose to me. So, and she just went, I can't wait until the weekend. I want to have to do it now. Do you want to just get married? And I was like, oh, yeah. I think that's really romantic. It's though. really sweet. It was really lovely. That is so and then nice. about 10 seconds after she did it, our cat had a shit in its box in the corner. <laughs> so it, it really felt like the lesbian proposal. <laughs> I was like, God, we're such good lesbians. I want to get onto that, actually, because as a gay man, I find that lesbians have it right. And, right. And I do not know why we can't why, why why the lesbians have got it right go on yeah, like, you well, you, you've got it right okay like you always settle down and have sure. great successful relationships i don't see that in gay men like and i find that very difficult for myself so what are the secrets <sighs> i mean i'm appropriating lesbians a lot no wrong word i'm pro pro i'm i'm stereotyping yeah sure we don't mind it 
Um, I mean, I've got Doc Martens on. Let's. I mean, I'm happy for a cereal time. I mean. I don't know. I think that um, I put on my rainbow socks and everything for this podcast. Oh You're my welcome. god! Yay! Um, I don't know. I think that um, I th- oh, it's hard to say, isn't it? For me, it was just more like I, I, I'm just quite into relationships. Is it I mean, because- specifically the one with Alice? It's important to note that. <laughs> Is it because it's women? Is that the thing? And the men are just like big a shaggers. Bit, a bit of a mess. Yeah. Men. Well, I mean. Asking a lesbian if men are a mess is not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're all repulsive, but in a lovely way. I mean, lovely. Love men, but just, well. But no offence. None taken. I I don't really identify as a man. I mean, I know I am a man, but I kind of just think of myself as a a gay person now. So no no gender at all? I mean... Like an action man? (laughs) Yeah, can I be that? Yeah, sure. Like, I know I am a man, but I don't think I'm... I don't know if I have... Well, because I work with Dan so much... I see him as a man. Sure. And uh, I don't really think of myself as one. So I'm like, oh, God, men, so annoying. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and I, yeah, I slide <laughs> off men all the time. I feel like this is going into therapy yeah, rather than a podcast. <laughs> but be, sure, I'm enjoying it. We'll definitely be edited out. I sure, think. we'll make it sound really snappy and the edit will be like, God, what riveting conversation. What a bizarre <laughs> conversation that was. We should just move on. But yeah. Um, I think that, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there is, there is a stereotype that lesbians do settle down and that we are, I mean, Alice and I very much fit into that. We were set up by my friend, by my straight friend, who was like, I've got two lesbian friends, that'll work. And we were like, ugh, disgusting. And then we met, we were like, yeah, that'll do. (laughs) And and, um, then we went out on a date, maybe two dates. And on the third date, she basically never left. And then it was like, and then my best friend was like, is she living here? And I was like, sort of, yeah. (laughs) And and then that was it. And then we just never, yeah, we were never apart. And I, I don't know if that's, I mean, I think that's specifically a lesbian thing. Because I have, I've got, I don't know if you've had this, but I've had a number of friends that have come out sort of later, not later in life, I'm not that old, but in their 30s. And they've always rung me and been like, I've met a girl and we're sort of living together. And I've been like, yeah, we do that. Uh, That is, that is on brand. I kind of feel like women know what they want. Like sure. in life, you know what I mean. Yeah. They seem more focused, whereas I think men are just like running around, like with their dicks out. Just... Yeah, just like we're just running around, like not knowing what we want and overthinking men. Like I find that I often overthink guys. Yeah, I think it's simpler than you think. Yeah. No offense. No, I think it. I think it is. I think it is too. Anyway, that was that was helpful actually. You're welcome. I'm gonna just. Can I? What? Do, who do I invoice? So is the tip that you should just go around to a guy's house and stay there and, and stay. never leave? I think yeah. that's the, basically the tip that I've yeah. learned. Yeah, I you're think welcome. That's gonna work. Thank you. <laughs> so you're off Twitter at the minute. You've come off social media as much as you can through the fringe. I'm off Twitter for the fringe because I don't know if you guys know this, but reviewers have started doing this adorable thing where they tag you on Twitter. And I, I don't read reviews, so there's absolutely no way I want someone to be like, here's at Susie Ruffles Shit review. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm leaving. Uh, no, but it's, uh, but so I just can't deal with it. I just can't deal with it. But it's a strange thing because often as a performer, I think that you come off, you, I come off stage, get a big laugh, lovely time. And then I do this strange thing where I then need like validation from Twitter where I'm like, tell me I'm funny. Tell me I'm funny. Tweet me after the show. And I think it's really good to just be like, I don't need that. I can just trust the room, have a nice time with the people that have come to the show and not be obsessed with my phone. Yeah, I've been Googling myself a lot. Yeah, I saw you on like day three and I was like, how are you? You're like, I've Googled myself three times today. And I was like, not good then. (laughs) Uh, Not ideal. (laughs) I mean, I've had a lovely time. Sure. Although there's an author called James Barr who and he's been getting more press than I have lately, which has been very upsetting. (laughs) What's he written? Oh, a book about the Middle East. Did you think about doing that? Mm, I could do that. Yeah. Maybe I'd be more successful. 
Um, I would love to see your guide to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the mm. Middle East, James? Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you worried about missing anything? No. News and no, I feel goings like on. No, I'm. Do you want us to fill you in? I, can you, I mean, are you Craig David? No. But not. <laughs> that's that's for about seven people in the room. <laughs> seven people, seven days. Sure. Yeah, I keep going. Um, He's only got two songs. So I'm going to be walking away. Hey. Hey. Isn't that Will Young? Um, no, right? I think it is Craig David, right? Is it Craig David? Yeah. Will Young did. So All right, sorry. don't come for me. So sorry. I'm not coming for anyone. Um, tr- well, here's some, here's some things you missed. Trump recently said that he's great for LGBT people. That's good news. What? How? What? Why? I have no idea why he thought that. I think the re- a Republican. He got he got endorsed by this Republican. A gay Republican. Oh. Uh, no, like a uh, gay Republican sort of uh, a group of gay caucus Republicans. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Or worse. The other big story in terms of lesbians, Coronation Street. Can I just stop down for a second? Earlier on, he was like, "Oh, what's happening in the world of lesbians?" And literally, Google News searched the word "lesbian." <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of great reviews, so maybe that came up. Um, and the first thing that came up was something that Sue Perkins had said here in Edinburgh that Coronation Street. I'm literally waiting for her to retire. <laughs> a bad way just like you know she's had she's had her turn yeah <laughs> she said that uh, Carnation Street needs to stop killing off lesbians because apparently every time oh, they get a lesbian lesbians character they kill them always get killed off in stuff really yeah lesbians always get killed off lesbian parts in films they're lesbians and they die or they're lesbians and then they're like maybe I'll sleep with a guy like it's always is there like a plot thing really really that's so awful yeah and why Homophobia is, that? is happening, James. Why do they I don't kill know if you them? know this, <laughs> but it's alive and well. Why are they killing lesbians? For plot reasons. Because oh my god, that's so stupid. I get quite annoyed by um, lesbians. stuff like that. Okay, go on. No, I, I find I think lesbians are the most powerful people, or, or some of the most powerful people in our movement, like the LGBT movement. Yeah. The other day, I carried a hundred kgs at CrossFit. Whoa. I'm very powerful. Whoa. I know. Thank you. I was thinking more about the lesbians that abseiled the Houses of Parliament to stop Section 28. But, you know, I think I'll let you have it. I wasn't around then. <laughs> I was a child. So it annoys me that that happens. The other thing you've missed is that um, they are trying to remove the word lesbian from coming up on Google when people search porn. So what he means is uh, when you search lesbian... The first thing that comes up in the suggested things is porn? Yeah, but Google, after this, cam- this campaign in France, Google have changed an algorithm, so that doesn't happen anymore. Does that mean porn's the same in French? That's the big question, right? No? <laughs> Just me? Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry? The same. Messy. The word porn is the same in French. Is it? That's really Are you French? Yes. Oh. Ooh. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> what do the French think foreplay is? <laughs> But, um, we need to just get that on <laughs> a close up. We love to bite nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be cat play. <laughs> no? Susie, Ooh, la, la. what's your definition of foreplay? I'm not telling you that. <laughs> Good, please don't. It's pretty much everything we do. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, so that's good news about the porn thing. Cause yeah. Because I, I think it's wrong I think that, that... I mean, that is an issue within sort of LGBT stuff in that, like, lesbians are always... Not always, but often, like, really over-sexualised or completely desexualized. It's sort of like one or the other where it's like, it's a really sexy thing for guys. Or it's like, she's got a truck. Like, it's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm both, so... 
<laughs> can we talk about your podcast? No. Like-minded friends. Yeah, we can. We definitely need to. We can talk about my podcast. It's yes. hilarious, and you host it with Tom Allen. Tom Allen, yes. So Tom and I. So basically, Tom. You might be aware of Tom. He's wonderful. He's sort of he's camp. He's uh, handsome and hilarious, and often with cakes. Um, or Alan Sugar now. He's got. He's, 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 he's friends with Alan Sugar. He's hosting the new series of The Apprentice. You're fired. Oh, he's really? Doing very well. I'm he is doing very furious. well. But uh, he's 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 one of my bestest friends in the world, and about. Four years ago, we both didn't have enough work on. So we started a podcast. I'm sure you can relate. Um, <laughs> 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 and you enjoyed that, Dan less so. And, um, just oh, your listener. truth, Dan. Oh, uh, your truth, Dan. But, so we started doing this podcast, which um, is just, it's basically overhearing two friends talking. So one week we'll talk about like, homophobia across the globe and the next week it'll be like Tom's decided that he wants a new letter header and we'll try to explain to the listener what kind of blue it is wow yeah I mean <laughs> we find it very funny and <laughs> some audience do too but yeah. it's now become this I mean I'm sure you guys get it as well but we've now we have listeners in home in countries where homosexuality is yet to be decriminalized which is just like a bonkers thing that there are people that are like tuning in and we're like their little bit of queer culture which we love yeah. so it's just us chatting it's about, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like we did an episode live from New York. Whoa. Where we were both. Oh, amazing. In uh, World Pride. World Pride. Oh, you were at World Pride. Yeah, yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did an episode live from World Pride and we were both, we both thought we were hungover and then we listened back to it once it had been uploaded and we were like, no, we're drunk. <laughs> and so we had to be like, well, I guess we put out podcast drunk now. We like woke up the next day and we're like, let's do a podcast. Hello, hello, we're here. And then we were like, we're slurring the whole way through it. And a number of people at the festival have said to me, well, I listened to your podcast when you guys were in New York. Were you hammered? Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, we, uh, we had a real... A real fun time, although a couple of times Dan got I didn't end up getting down a guest list to certain things, so I ended oh. up like I know I kind of that was mean, it was really mean. Why did you do that? Well, what's his problem? You, you can talk, don't let him, don't let him, don't let him get the line. Like, there was, I don't know, there was some like high end rooftop party that James got invited to. I think, oh, I went to that. Oh, you were there as well. <laughs> James yes. like, James I'm a notorious like, lesbian, of course. <laughs> James, despite being, by the way, on the front cover of Attitude magazine at the time. Clang. Um, we were, yeah, big clang for down there. James was like, yeah, I've got a plus one, but I'm going to give it to my mate. Oh, come on. Were you sleeping with him? Well, well I there you done. go. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to <laughs> do. Also, it was only a plus one. And I know you were with your girlfriend and I didn't want to make things awkward for you having to leave her. So I was actually being a really good friend to my friend, his girlfriend. What a lovely lie. I should have just taken her. What a lovely lie. Didn't we all enjoy that? Should have probably just taken her, actually. That would have probably been more. So oh, well, never mind. You know, hindsight's a funny thing. Um, I had you... good sex, though, so thanks for asking. Oh. <laughs> what was the foreplay? Ah, <laughs> uh, good callback. <laughs> um, what happened with you at World Pride? Did you have a lot of fun? Do you know what I found out at World Pride? I found out that I cry at everything. I found out that, I found out that my pride comes out of my eyes as tears. So on the flight, there were a family, mum, dad, son. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're on the wrong flight. And so I went over, I was like, hi, because <laughs> I was hammered. And charming, charming and hammered. And I said, oh, did you know that this was a big gay flight? And the mum said, oh, yeah, yeah, we knew. Uh, this is our son. He's 15. He came out last year. We're taking him to World Pride for his birthday. Wow. And I aggressively cried at her. <laughs> I was like, ah, 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 you're amazing. Um, 
I tweeted about it from the air. Can you imagine? And uh, the next day, the mum tweeted back at me saying, oh, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you, thank you for getting the whole plane to sing happy birthday. I have no memory of that. <laughs> None at all. I was like, did that happen? Tom was like, I don't think so. But sober people were like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> I'm so nice when I'm drunk. Um, that is an adorable story. And then story. I just kept crying around pride. I just kept seeing people being so lovely. I saw a church that were, were wearing T-shirts saying, God loves you just as you are. And they were like handing out like flyers and drinks to people being like, hey, if you're gay and you want to come to church, come to our church. And I just kept crying That's all so the time. Nice. Yeah. I so wish I, I could cry. <laughs> I can't really cry anymore. I think it's because I'm on antidepressants. They sort of block my like emotions from coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a shame. Yeah, but, but I said, I don't know where to take that to make something funny. No, you don't need to. <laughs> um, you don't need to. I'm really pleased that you're getting the help you clearly need. <laughs> <laughs> Invoice me later. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I love that. That's so lovely. Yeah, but I thought it was great. I thought, well, probably was great. Although, oh, okay. So I also, so Tom and I went to an exhibition on Camp Co Sorry. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I don't want him coughing over no, the recording. It's when a it great goes. story. So we went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art to an exhibition on camp culture. Oh, the Met, yeah. After that party that we were at together, the, the Attitude Party. You went straight Soz. after. Sorry, Dan. Um, no, the next morning, but I only slept for four oh. hours. But, you know, needs must. And Tom was like, we've got to go to this exhibition. Apparently, it's fantastic. We've got to go to this exhibition. So I went and I felt like shit. And while I was there, I thought that I was hung I thought that I was like fine. I thought like, you know, when you feel like you've skimmed a hangover when you're like, oh, fuck me. Look at what I've done. Look at me go. Look at this girl. <laughs> this girl is on fire. And then um, when I got to the Met, I realized that I was still drunk. And then, you know, when your body's like the alcohol needs to leave. No. Yeah. I threw up at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Oh, And I mean, God. like violently. It was not a good look. In a toilet, it wasn't on like floor. on a it wasn't not like on a Monet or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the bathroom, but it was it was like maybe the one of the worst half an hours of my life when I was like, Tom, I'm so sorry. I do just need to go and throw my guts up. And uh, anyway, two voms later, had a vodka, back on the train to Funtown. <laughs> um, and if we can't be proud of that, what can we be proud of? Do you know what I mean? I went to that exhibition. It was amazing. It was. Did you see me throw up? <laughs> <laughs> I looked grey. No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I saw you. That is what we went to, isn't it, Talia? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's his girlfriend. What did you go to, Talia? Uh, it was at the New York Library. Sure, books. A Stonewall exhibit. Oh yeah. Okay, that's nothing like the Met Gala exhibition of camp. By the way, in the uh, in the New York Public Library, whilst we were there, they had the bloody Declaration of Independence. It was just there. Like it had been, someone had transported it to New York and it was just sitting in the middle of the New York Public Library. You sure it's not always there? No, it goes, it's, it's normally in Washington. It's on tour? Yeah, it's on tour at the Me minute. too, if anyone wants to come. <laughs> uh, I'll be touring through Autumn and Spring. Where can you buy tickets? Oh, SusieRuffle.com, thanks for asking. SusieRuffle.com Did you do the pizza tour in New York, by the way? No. Do you know, oh, what the, do you know about the pizza tour? No. The pizza bus? No, I did buy pizza from a place and as soon as I finished the pizza, I thought, this, is, this was not a good choice. Dan, on the day of Stonewall 50, the day of World sure. Pride in well New Pride. York, made me go on a pizza tour. <laughs> Susie, can you imagine how homophobic that is? I, it's, it's the worst thing I've ever... I might leave the podcast now. It's not okay. But it's, it's the pizza tour. Um, and it's, is how it, many slices? Uh, four. You get, was it, yeah, four. That's it. Across four, like three hours, you get four slices. But you can get, that. You can get uh, this opportunity to, to win bonus slices during the tour. Has anyone done it, by the way, the pizza tour? Of course they fucking haven't. Scott's Pizza. 
Why would you think well, anyone in this room has done that? Have you that? heard of Pizza Express? Yes, I have. But this, but this is like New York pizza, which is uh, 20 million times better than... Honestly. No, it's not. It's thicker and a bit more doughy. Like the, the, the thing about the pizza tour, it's run by this guy, Scott, who's like the most enthusiastic person ever about anything. But he happens he to be... He sounds annoying. Because it's like number one on food tours in New York. So I was hoping that somebody in the crowd would be like, oh my God, yeah, I know Scott. He's a legend. Have you done other food tours in different places? Yeah. What's the best one? Scott's Pizza Tour in New York. Okay. <laughs> Where else have you done? Where else have we done, Talia? Talia's <laughs> left. She's so bored. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to hear about Scott's Pizza yeah, again any, every any, night. Anyone wants to hear about Scott's Pizza Tour at all. Um, you recently did the uh, comedy roast battle on Comedy Central with Tom. I did do So you and he were head to head. Yeah, to roast did. each other. Yeah, was that quite hurtful because it's your best friend? Yeah, it was. Also, I also felt quite bad because we were both homophobic to each other for money. But you know, we're both trying to buy. <laughs> 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 I kind of get that. Uh, but uh, it was it was very fun doing roast battle. Yeah, we were just horrible to each other. Great, it was, it was a laugh. But we both knew. Like, there's obviously things about each other we we both know that we're like, well, that obviously can't be shared. So uh, we we both knew the. You knew what was coming, right? Yeah. You'd prepped it. No, he didn't know any of it that was coming. What was the most hurtful thing he said to you and vice versa? He said, you're so butch, they started calling me the sun dance kid. (laughs) 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 Fine. And I said, if he was in a camper, he'd be in Calais with a Syrian inside of him. That's a good joke. Fuck you. (laughs) That is hilarious. You might have to cut that because the audience didn't go for it, but that's fine. (laughs) So here on this podcast, uh, we love pitting minorities against each other in that way. We we absolutely don't. We do, and we did, and we are. Um, So earlier in the week, I pitted uh, James, a gay man, against um, some women of colour. And today... (laughs) I mean, wow. (laughs) Today, I'm going to pit James against Susie in a game of bigotry. Bingo. Lovely. Um, so the rules are, uh, James is going to reel off um, a f- something that, that you shouldn't say to a gay person. You're going to say something that you shouldn't say to a lesbian. Also known as a gay person. Also known as a yeah, gay person. Yeah, but that's fine, yeah. Uh, and, the wi- <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is the person that, well, the loser is the person that runs out, basically. Okay, um, I'm ready. And the winner is the other person. Okay. Um, so yeah, Ryan, let's roll it. Bigotry bingo. Wow. That was nice. That was lovely. There's almost like an angry mob behind him <laughs> in that going, woo. Um, okay, so are we ready to do this? Yes. Now? That's so gay. Um, uh, there's only one Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Oh, that's awful. Um, uh, you wear makeup. Are you a lesbian? Do you know Elton John? <laughs> Do you know Sandy Toxic? <laughs> <laughs> um, a guy once said to me, why is your coat so heavy? Is it full of dildos? A guy once said to me, your coat's so heavy, is it full of dildos? <laughs> and I said, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I'm um, Dildo Baggins. Can you take... Dildo Baggins. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Uh, can you take me shopping? Uh, Do you know Sue Perkins? <laughs> <laughs> the Spice Girls are terrible. Do you know Claire Balding? <laughs> Do you know David Furnish? <laughs> I'm out of lesbians. Uh, um, are you really good at parking? <laughs> and yes, I am. Uh, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Um, oh, no, wait. 
Oh. I'm trying to... Uh, oh, what you need is a good hard cock. Oh, my God. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was heckled with that. No. Yeah. What do you say to that? Uh, well, uh, this probably... Sh- just, uh, ignore, just ignore no, it. You know, it can go in the podcast. So I was in a comedy club in Cardiff, and um, it was a bit rowdy. And I was having quite a nice gig, but they were um, tricky. And uh, one man stood to heckle, which is a bold move, a very bold move. And he shouted, what you need is a hard cock. <laughs> which, I mean, is lovely in the accent. You, you can say anything in a Welsh accent. It does sound sort of charming. But I uh, said, what you need is a hard cock. But this man looked dreadful. Now, listen, we shouldn't judge people on their looks. But this man, I absolutely could. So then what I decided to do, and I'm not saying it's the best moment as a stand-up or a human, but... I then made him stand, put the lights upon the audience and explained all the ways, all the reasons why I wouldn't fuck him just by looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that he will never go to stand-up comedy again. He oh left my after God. my set and I felt like I'd won. But then I had to have a shower to be like, oh, wash off the evil, wash off <laughs> the evil. Oh, that's actually really horrible. Yeah, but he was awful. And he felt very silly afterwards. Yeah. Did he apologise? Not really. He was like, uh, oh, you need to be able to take a laugh. I was like, no, and I do that for a living. You're all right. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I guess we hear those kind of things a lot, don't we? Yeah. You, and you must have heard that before. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a, I would say my most frequent heckle has been like, oh, you need, you need like a fucking, you need like, like it would be something homophobic. And so I think as, and I've spoken to like Jen Brister and Zoe Lyons and a lot of other gay female comics about this. And a lot of them have said, oh, yeah, like we've we've all got that, and so I think there's like you have like a bit of an arsenal of put downs that you have to have in sort of a rowdy comedy club environment, you know, where you're like, well, you know, so it, you can fire back. Yeah, like if I was going to go back onto solids, it wouldn't be for you, you know. And it's just like a, it's just like <laughs> I mean, it's a boring put down, but it does do the job, you know. Yeah. And it's not it doesn't make you feel great, but you sort of have to do that in that situation. That's really annoying. Yeah, I, I'd, that's. Almost yeah, homophobia is annoying. Do you know so what? Thank annoying. God someone said it. <laughs> God, wow. I'm trying you. to think of what the equivalent would be for me as a gay person performing stand-up. Like that would be like, would that be like a woman? This would never happen, and I, I wonder why. But a woman standing up saying, uh, "What you need is a big fanny." <laughs> what right? you need is a massive vag. <laughs> <laughs> that would never. I'm happen. coming to your show tomorrow and heckling with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That, I mean, I would die in a Welsh accent. <laughs> 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 what you need is a big badge. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Susie Ruffle, everybody. Oh, thanks so much. What a pleasure. Woo! I love you, Susie. Thank you for the drink. Yes. Thank you for being drink. so amazing. You guys have been amazing too, Edinburgh. Give it up for your good selves. Woo! I love you. <laughs> The banter tonight has been ridiculous. Yeah, it's been amazing. <laughs> Our next episode is with Reese Nicholson, so please check that out. And also, please listen to Dan and I's documentary on BBC Sounds about gay conversion therapy in Northern Ireland. <laughs> <sighs> the audience are like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, we won't explain it right now. But yeah, please, please check it out. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Edinburgh. Thank you to Susie Ruffle. We'll see you soon. Come and see a gay and a non-gay live. Head to gaynongay.com for tickets.